Hi again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 590590. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. All you need to do is tell us whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're free, including the postage and handling. I've got a very strong message again uh, for you from uh, Joshua. And whatever the Lord gives me on top of that, I've got some letters that we never read last night, and also some songs. Right now, let's go to the throne and ask the Lord to anoint this program. Father, there's so many people out there that think that your message and your people are stupid, when in reality, they're the stupid ones. It's just like I was before I was saved. I thought I was so smart. And that every person that was a Christian was weak and they were feeble and they needed some kind of a crutch to hang on to. They had to have some kind of a belief. And I was the very last person, Lord, that would ever believe that you existed in the kingdom of heaven. Uh, and that Jesus did all these things and he, uh, I just didn't believe any of it. And I didn't believe in demons and I know that there are demons. Uh, when you said there's demons and that these uh, unclean angels that uh, uh, came against you, rose up against you as Satan in the kingdom of heaven, his name was Lucifer then, uh, you had uh, your angel cast him out and all those evil angels, one third of the kingdom of heaven, millions of angels, imps, demons, evil angels. And they're floating throughout the air, and I see these different programs, Lord, where they're saying, we're looking in this old hotel where Nat King Cole used to be and all these other people, and we're looking for their spirits. Well, Nat, from what I understand, uh, Ethel Waters prayed him through just before he died of cancer in the throat, and they're not going to find uh, Nat's uh, spirit around anywhere because he's in heaven. His spirit is in heaven. And, Lord, there's so many people that are doing that, and they act like it's there. There's some kind of uh, intelligent person by saying they're picking up on demons here and there. The air is filled with the demons. The sky, because the prince of the air is uh, with his armies of evil angels, doing all the getting into weak people like presidents and kings and popes and people in false religions all over the world and they're causing chaos in the world and then now you're starting to cause uh, cause chaos in the world they think that they can destroy so much but you're beginning to show them how much you can destroy and they keep calling it mother nature Father, I thought everybody, and you know this, and I really thought everybody that was involved with Christianity was stupid and ignorant, when in reality I was the ignorant one and the stupid one. But uh, I thank God, Father, that you showed me that you're very much around everywhere. You're around everybody, that you're like... Uh, he may be the prince of the air, but you're the prince, the king of kings and the lord of lords, and you're everywhere. You're omnipresent, on the scene, everywhere. 
you even know what our thoughts are and what we're thinking and what we're planning to do. And you're going to judge us for every idle word that comes out of our mouth. Lord, you are the great I am. The people of the world are the stupid ones. But I pray, Lord, that you'll open their hearts, their minds, and their spirits, that they'll be able to receive these things. I pray that you give the same kind of visions and speak to them as you did me so that they no longer are in stupidity and thinking they're doing the right thing by sending their children to college or universities and that they are doing the right thing by aborting children, which is murdering children. Because our land, Father, is so cursed now. And uh, you keep pouring out your wrath all over the world in hopes uh, to warn them of the wrath that is soon to come. Like John the Baptist says, so who has warned you hypocritical Pharisees about the wrath that is about to come, the wrath of God? Lord, show them the, these things and let them always remember them and let them give their heart to you so that they don't have to perish forever in the lake of fire in hell first and the lake of fire forever lord god that the those souls are in our listening audience will be saved and that the church will be strengthened and become zealous before you spoo them completely out of your mouth i ask it and lord i ask you to bind the devil to rebuke satan in the mighty name of jesus bind him father god then open up great and mighty doors for us in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. And everyone says, Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, here's the song that uh, I sang uh, not long ago, and it's uh, Lead Me, Guide Me. This is what we need to pray today for the Lord and to seek the Lord his leading how did we be how are we led by the lord as we read his word and do what it says and his word and his spirit will lead us and guide us his word is spirit and life i am tired and i need thy strength and power to guide me, O Lord, O my darkest doubt. Lord, just open my eyes that I might see. Lead me, O Lord, won't you lead me? Just open my eyes that I may see. Lead me, Allah, won't you lead me? I am lost if you take your hand from me. I am blind without thy light. Lord, just always let me thy servant be. Lead 
You know, the Lord has given many people the, the talent to uh, sing and to play musical instruments. And um, we're living in a time that we must rise uh, up against powerful, end-time, demonic, seducing spirits and start doing warfare with them. That's what I'm doing. And everyone should do what I'm doing as well. Uh, but I'm doing these things uh, uh, as the Bible instructs us to do. And if you don't do what the Bible instructs you to do, then you're not doing the work of the Lord, and therefore uh, you're going to be judged as being idle and not paying any attention to the Lord. And the music uh, that these demonic seducing spirits uh, play is uh, uh, not really anointed by the Lord it's anointed by the devil it can be very effective why uh, don't we uh, use the gift which God has given the church musical instruments play a great part in revival in the church when David went to uh, bring home the Ark of the Covenant, the uh, appointed not only singers, he, he appointed not only singers, but also a great uh, amount of musical instruments, people that played musical instruments and orchestra. Uh, they came uh, up to Jerusalem. Uh, the, quote, sound of the coronet and with trumpets and with cymbals, making a joyful noise with psalteries and harps. That's First Chronicles 15:28. So, you know, people that enter the church here, uh, I really would love to recruit a big orchestra like we had before. So any of you just want to play an instrument, we had so many uh, musicians that some of them would, uh, we didn't have enough money back then to pay for two or three or four, ten different sets of drums, but many of them were great drummers. And so they were hippies, and they got a two-by-four and set it on their knees, and then they got these drumsticks. We had enough to buy them drumsticks, and they'd play on them. And just look how good it sounds uh, on the recording. We went to Capitol Records and took that bunch of hippies in there, and uh, saved hippies. Uh, they weren't uh, smoking pot anymore or taking drugs. They were saved. And they were witnessing and testifying on the streets. And they were getting, convincing the gainsayers out there, not just passing out the literature, 
but they convinced the gainsayers to come into the church and give their hearts and their lives to the Lord. Well, anyway, we have some uh, letters uh, this uh, evening, this morning, this afternoon, whenever it is that you're listening to the program. Sharon, where's the first one from? From Nigeria, Africa. Okay, let's hear it. Dear beloved world pastor, greetings. Grace and mercy be unto you, and peace be multiplied in the most precious name of our loving Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who came to seek and to save those who are lost. It is a high honor and a happiness for me to be associated with an anointed man of God like you, and I can say it is not by my choosing, but it is the Lord's will. God will ever bless you for choosing the part most pleasing to the Lord, and he will certainly bless you in your ministry for caring for the souls of others around the world, especially us poor Africans. I want to tell you that many doors are opening to us by the Lord for us to minister the pure gospel of Christ to the dying world through your literature. And many are responding to the gospel invitation to follow Christ and accept him as their personal Lord and Savior. It is so wonderful for us to see how God is using this ministry to minister salvation and hope through our Lord Jesus Christ to the lost souls. Right, we're ministering, actually, what I'm doing is ministering all the promises of God that you can be delivered from every type of hang-up that you have and also um, uh, deliver you from your enemies. And these are promises from the Lord that uh, you have to remember who the promiser is, and that's God, and he can't lie. When he makes promises, he says, first of all, you're going to have eternal life in the kingdom of heaven, and he promises that you'll be able to stay completely out of hell because he made it possible for us to do so. And so when he's living in us and we continue on living in him and letting him live in us, well, then it's very possible for us to never fall. We can never fall. But when people say, well, you know, he's going to still let you in if you fall uh, and stay fallen, no, he won't. Okay, this is, I'm preaching the real Bible to you not making a believe or anything like that. So go ahead, finish off. Please, my beloved world pastor, we are looking for more holy Bibles, salvation tracts, newsletters, Messiah books, and your ministry's t-shirts. We here in Nigeria are praying for you, for God to ever keep you as a channel of love and power for good to others. Yours in his love, Pastor Joseph David from Ebalm State, Nigeria, Africa. Hey, do you have another letter? Yes. This is from Malawi, Africa. To my friends and fellow ministry in the Great Commission, Shalom, blessings to you. I pray all is going well with you and your loved ones and that you're resting in his great peace and love. You know that Africa used to be, uh, the, it used to be just totally contaminated with evil spirits and that's why God had the uh, children of Israel, which was called the land of Canaan, Canaan land. And that was the son of Ham. And they were fornicators, uh, homosexuals, lesbians, murderers. They sacrificed their own children to false idols, all these different things. And so the Lord sent them in, which was once Africa, Canaan, and made it Israel. He gave it to people that kept, kept the commandments. Now, if the Jews would just get back to the Messiah, I mean, they will have total victory. And I see them coming back to the Lord now by leaps and bounds. Hundreds of uh, 
There's even rabbis, you can see them, there's at least four or five of them on TV now, uh, preaching the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And they know God is opening their eyes again so that they can see the truth of the gospel. And it just makes me know how close we are to the end time. And we talked to different uh, people on the street, and they, street people, they said, man, we know it. I mean, we know that the Lord is coming back to earth again real soon because uh, all that stuff that the Bible says would be happening in the last days is happening. Only the idiots out there wouldn't know that, people that never read the Bible. They don't care anything about their soul or the souls of their loved ones or the souls of anyone. They're just out to make a name to impress people with uh, the position that they have in the Antichrist. All right, continue on. I'm writing to share these special words with you as we enter into the month of new beginnings here in the northern region of Malawi. Once again, I would like to thank you very much for sending us the T-shirts, Bibles, Messiah books, and your special world newsletters. May our Almighty God continue to bless you and your ministries. Your literature has converted many people through distributing them by the roadsides and even in their homes. Most of them are accepting Christ as their personal Savior. God bless you, Pastor, and your work of fulfilling the Great Commission. Pastor, we have 21 distributors from Karanga, Chitipa, and part of Tanzania, and all of them need more literature, like Too Late, Difficult Mountain, and other world newsletters. In the meantime, let us make sure that we remain part of the true Church of God. The Scriptures admonish us to go on into holiness of heart in order to be vessels completely ready for the Master's use and to make it into heaven. Then when the Lord comes back, we will meet each other in heaven. Thank you once again. May the Lord bless you. Bye, and God bless you. In Jesus' name, Mavuto Kondoi from Chilomba, Malawi, Africa. Praise the Lord. You know, uh, I have a phenomenal testimony. And uh, it's just sad to see some of the people that had great testimonies. And they started great churches like the Salvation Army, but now the Salvation Army has turned into a junk store. And they have little services, but there's no power there because they've joined the United Council of Churches. They've joined the Antichrist. And I don't like that. They've joined the Pope. I don't like that. And it just grieves my heart to see that because their founder uh, was definitely of the Lord. And one of these days I'm going to read his testimony. If anybody would like to have it, um, we'll uh, print them up for you and send them out to you. They're ever as much as good as my testimony or the Apostle Paul or anybody that's really had an experience with the Lord. Well, anyway, uh, we've got uh, some Bible reading now. We're going to read just a few verses from the book of Jude because what I'm showing you, what the Lord wants me to show you, is that there's many people that are sitting in churches that are not of the Lord. They're actually demon-possessed people. They are antichrist. And uh, they are not saved, and they're wicked. And they uh, represent the churches that they're in. And sometimes the pastor might be of the Lord, but many times they're not. Because if they were, the Lord would reveal those people to them, and they would throw them out of the church like I do. Whenever I find a phony in my church, and they have been quite a few of them, 
I throw them out on the streets like a, a dog because they start trying to bring their dog-like vomit into this church and they're wallowing in the mire in this church and I don't put up with it. And therefore, that's why God has blessed me. He's like quadrupled everything or more than quadrupled everything that we had before. The government took it away. And they're so jealous of the government of the world because they know they have no blessing from God. You turn on the television and all you see is negative this, negative that. Well, what do you think? Obama's going to make it or Mrs. Clinton or so on. We have so much information on Mrs. Clinton that she's the one that convinced her husband to murder the people over at Waco and that Janet Reno talked her into it and then she went to her husband and passed it on. Her husband was more interested in oral sex than murdering her, but he has murdered more people, I hear. He boasts about bombing and murdering over uh, people in over 50 countries. And uh, so these people are so negative and absolutely the opposite of the Lord and what the Lord instructs people to do. And so I pray for them to be saved, but if they don't, God is going to show uh, them um, he will not pardon them. And the people in churches that are uh, being invaded, they're invaded by evil spirits. God will not pardon them. Romans 11.21 states that because if God will not pardon natural human beings, people that are fleshy, uh, the natural branches, he calls people branches, uh, you, you save people, also will not be pardoned if you don't do what the Lord says. If you start doing the things that Clintons and Bushes and all those people do. The Lord has set us over the nations and over the kingdoms, just as he did Jeremiah in chapter 1, verse 10, to root out these evil people. This is what we're supposed to do. They um, blacken people's names. They um, bring false accusations against true Christians. And why? Because we tell them that we are to root them out and to pull them down. And how do we do that? Because they have their doctrine, and we root uh, their doctrine out by preaching the word. And we pull down their doctrine by preaching the word because we don't have guns, bullets, bombs like they do. And so they think they can frighten us away. Now, if uh, they blow me up or my church, uh, those, many of the people in my church will be right in heaven, and so they're not hurting me at all because I'm saved. And the Lord says uh, for us to root them out with the word of God and to pull them down with the word of God and to destroy their doctrine with the word of God and to throw down their filthy doctrine like murdering little children and, uh, you know, debating whether they should have same-sex marriages and to exalt lesbianism and homosexuality. And we're supposed to build up the Word of God and to plant the Word of God in people. Hopefully you people will receive what we're reading today. I'm going to show you how that... Uh, now, the last couple of days I've been telling you about a man named uh, Achan. When the children of Israel made it into the Promised Land with all the young people, all the old ones were dead with the exception of uh, Joshua and Caleb.
And then they got in there, and uh, they they learned when uh, Joshua told them to shut their faces and don't say a word. For seven days, they, uh, and it's hard for a Jew to do that because they like to talk a lot, but they clammed up for seven days because God said that if they do everything the way that Joshua tells them to, because Joshua is going to be to them just like Moses, and uh, then they walk around this city seven times, and then seven times on the last day, well, he said, the walls will come crashing down, and then they'll go in because they kill, murder their own children, and they uh, they are doing everything uh, in the world just as they're doing today. They were doing the same things that this world is doing today in the days of Noah. Now, Noah, uh, you know, uh, was preaching to them for 120 years, and they still didn't repent, and so they mocked him because he was building a boat. The boat is symbolic of Christ. If you're in Christ, well, then you don't have to, you won't die. But if you're not, you drowned. Well, people tried like crazy to get on that boat, but God sealed the door shut. And once the Lord closes the doors, you're, you're damned. Because we have to remember the goodness of God and also the severity of God. Once he says no, it's no. And you can't talk him out of it. You may think you're a great con artist and that you've shammed your way th uh, through this life, but you're not going to be able to con God. He's severe. Now, the reason I preach so much the severity of God is because everybody else is preaching that God is love and God just loves you and that he's uh, really uh, limp-wristed. No, no, he's not. He's the most powerful uh, being in the entire universe. People should look at the galaxies and the sun and the moon and how you can just know exactly when it's going to rise. You can predict exactly what time it's going to rise uh, five, ten years from now if time goes on that long. And it's uh, like clockwork. God is so precise. And people are so out of order. One of these days, soon, God is going to show you how, it's, uh, when he gets out of order, he's going to let the blacken the sun and the moon's going to turn to blood. Stars are going to careen out of heaven. Uh, these uh, different uh, planets, uh, these big huge a mountain flaming mountain is going to come down and crash this earth uh, hailstones the size 100 pounds hailstones are going to bust people's heads open and smash them to pieces one third of the people in the earth will be uh, killed in just one day and uh, one third of the sea will be uh, destroyed and the earth and the green grass and the trees, everything is going to be wiped out. And then what are you going to do? Well, people say that won't happen. But there's, see, we have a history book here. It's called the Bible. And so the Lord says, here's the way to stop me from doing that is to destroy all the sinners. If they don't receive the gospel, then destroy them. And that's the way they did it in the Old Testament. Now, but now the Lord says, 
I've had it. They don't pay any attention. They rise up against you because you're people. But let's see them rise up against me. Well, they're doing that by calling the one that's pouring out the wrath on this earth Mother Nature. And that's more infuriating to God. That's not Mother Nature, folks. Okay, we're going to read just a little bit from uh, Jude, and then we're going to go right over to, to continue on in the 8th chapter of Joshua. Go ahead. Verse 9. Yet Michael the archangel, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses, durst not bring against him a railing accusation, but said, The Lord rebuke thee. See, the devil wanted to show everybody where Moses was so they could dig him up and make a shrine or an idol out of him. So God hid him in the earth to where nobody's ever found him before and never will. So because the Jews would have made uh, idols out of him. They they just were very prone to be idol worshippers. And yet they saw what God did to the idol worshippers in Egypt and all the other idol worshippers that God destroyed for them. So uh, then what? Verse 10, But these speak evil of those things which they know not. But what they know naturally as brute beasts, in those things they yeah, corrupt... Yeah, what, what do people know naturally like brute beasts? Well, they know exposing themselves. They're like beasts. You know, you can go down a field, and you see that cows and horses don't have clothes on. And so they want to be like the cows and the horses, like natural brute beasts. And uh, different uh, bulls come and just have sexual relationships with any one of the cows or the horses do the same thing. And that's what everybody wants to be, like the voids, the bees, the cows, the horses, and every other creature. But they're even worse than uh, brute beasts because brute beasts don't do the kind of sex that uh, these people do. I mean, you know, they uh, are commit oral and anal sex. You don't see beasts too. And that's so the people today are worse than beasts. Like I lived out on a farm for quite a while myself in Montana and uh, I've never seen anything like that before. And I've had my own cattle and I've had uh, uh, all different kinds of animals and I've never seen anything like that that people do. Uh, they're worse than bruta the bass, brute beasts. Okay, and so it's uh, you bear. You people are evil out there, and you don't even know it because you have taken on the nature of the masses. Now the masses have always been wrong. Like God drowned the whole world. Only seven, uh, eight people were saved, and uh, only three people were saved in uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. It's just very few. The Bible says is going to get into heaven, so you better repent. Hopefully you'll be one of them. Don't you hope to you that that will happen? You don't believe in that? Well, I was stupid one time. I didn't believe it. I thought those people from the Salvation Army were a bunch of dummies. Here I was driving in my brand new Eldorado Barone Brits Cadillac, brand spanking new, and I'd see them uh, standing out on the corner with a pot and ringing a little bell, and I thought, my God, I hope that never happens to me. If there's a God, don't let me go crazy. If I go crazy, don't let me go crazy like that. When the Lord just started talking to me, I mean audibly, and I was in the middle of a huge promotion, and we were hitting number one records all over the place. Um, 
I knew that he was there. And <laughs> I thought, my God, I'm the stupid one, and they were right. But now I uh, got a good view of all the different churches today. I was in England, and I wanted to buy three of the Salvation Army places. They were big, beautiful theaters, balconies, and it looked just like uh, the Phantom of the Opera, if you ever saw the movie, those kind of... Uh, buildings, old uh, wooden floors and seats and everything. And they said, well, we'll sell them to you, but you must join the Pope, the United Council of Churches, because we can't sell them to anybody but that. So Salvation Army, you know, you've joined in with the Pope. You've joined in with Antichrist instead of Christ. I wanted those places because I wanted to evangelize uh, England, the U.K., I wanted to do that, but uh, not not so. The uh, Salvation Army won't let you do something like that unless you join the Antichrist. Well, your stinking buildings are not that important to me. My soul is more important than those three old buildings. Oh, how nostalgic it would have been to have. Who cares? Okay, I don't care two cents about it. I, told, I thumb my nose at them. Okay, now what else? But what they know naturally as brute beasts, in those things, they corrupt themselves. Yeah, every time people are doing that, you're just corrupting your own soul. You're just corrupting your own soul. You think that you're getting by with something? Let me tell you, you're not getting by with anything. God sees it all. And there's a book up there with all the different uh, things you've done. The Bible says that there's the book of life, and then he says he then opens the books plural, the B-O-O-K-S. Well, what's in those books? Uh, you're in there, but not the book of life because your name has been blotted out of there if you ever were saved. Okay, then what? Verse 11, Woe unto them, for they have gone in the way of Cain and ran greedily after the error of Balaam. The way of Cain, Cain is the one that slaughtered his own brother. And now people are slaughtering their own children. What do you make of that, you satanic bunch of devils? Then what? And ran greedily after the error of Balaam for reward, and perished in the gainsaying of Cori. Verse 12. These are spots in your feasts of charity. See, they're in the church. They're spots in your feasts of charity. They're distributing literature with you. They pass out a few of them. They actually like to go on trips to different cities and eat in restaurants and everything, a lot of them. And they don't do a blessed thing out there. Okay, and then uh, I want people to be warned, you know, that the things in, uh, in the church are not necessarily the way they are in my literature and on my radio broadcast because a lot of them are not really saved. They're feasting with us and their spots in the church and blemishes. But they're not saved. And they're still so stupid that they don't know that they're going to hell. They think by some chance that God is going to let them get by with their sins. Then what? These are spots in your feasts of charity when they feast with you, feeding themselves without fear. Clouds Doing what with themselves? Feeding themselves. Feeding themselves? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they love to have the blessings of the Lord. You don't do anything for them. But they like to feed, they like to eat. They like to eat the food. And they love the luxury of living in a church that 
uh, they feel is going to heaven, and they think just because of the fact they're going to the church that they're going to heaven too. But let me tell you, kids, if you're like these people here, these antichrist devils in a church, you're not going anywhere but down. Okay, and there's multis of millions of you. Then what else? Clouds they are without water. Yeah, you're supposed to have the water, the spirit of the Lord in you so that you can uh, let the Lord talk out of your mouth and tell people of the wondrous things of the Lord and about the things, uh, how the devil creeps into churches and all these different things. But you don't. You don't even care two cents to find out about this or to get to the depths of it like I do. Then what? Carried about of winds. You just whatever wind comes your way. Opportunity comes, you're gone. If you think the opportunity is better than what you're taking, you get free food and clothing, a place to stay. But uh, I know you. And if I know you, it's for sure the Lord knows all about you. Okay, then what? Trees whose fruit withereth. With yeah, the Lord likens people as unto trees and vines and branches in the vines. Okay, and so he says, any tree that brings not forth good fruit, if you're not a tree that brings, uh, uh, preaches the gospel and brings forth souls and does the right thing in the church, he says, uh, you're going to be hewn down and cast in the fire. And that's the majority of people in churches today. Okay, now let's go over to Joshua, because I want to show you how that uh, every, everything they did after they killed Achan, because he troubled Israel, they avenged the sin of that uh, Achan on him and his family, and therefore now they can't lose battles. It's impossible for them to lose, and this is the promise of the Lord. If you're doing everything that the Lord says, it's impossible for you to lose. But if you're not, they're going to kill you. These There's too many evil people on earth today that would just love to kill you. And they're after us because they're jealous of us. They don't have any consolation with the Lord. Okay, now where were we? Verse 26. Okay, now 26. Yeah, go ahead and start reading. For Joshua drew not his hand back, wherewith he stretched out the spear, until he had utterly destroyed all the inhabitants of Ai. Verse 27. <laughs> Only the cattle and the spoil of that city Israel took for a prey unto themselves, according unto the word of the Lord, which he commanded Joshua. Verse 28. And Joshua burnt Ai and made it an heap forever, even a desolation unto this day. See, they, um, they destroyed it. Uh, but they couldn't have done that. They were being destroyed uh, because there was a sinner amongst them. Are there sinners in the United States of America? Mm -hmm. Well, that's why we're being cursed. Look at New Orleans and look at uh, Georgia lately and um, Atlanta, Georgia. Tornado went down the, through the town. And they said that was Mother Nature. That never happened before. Let me tell you something. You keep saying it's Mother Nature and you're going to be... Uh, you're going to wish to God you never said that. Because uh, this time, when the Lord comes through there, you'll be killed. Okay, next, what does it say? Verse 29, And the king of Ai, he hanged on a tree until eventide. And as soon as the sun okay, was... Okay, that'll teach that weasel for killing uh, several of the Jews. 
And don't you know you people out there keep you talking how bad Jews are? You're of the devil if you say the Jews are bad. Those people are, uh, they came out of a dead man's loins and a dead woman's womb. As far as bringing forth children, they couldn't because they were beyond the age, but the Lord said that they were going to do it. He promised them, and they did bring forth a child from Sarah, whose womb was dead for having children. And this was the mighty nation of Israel, between 600,000 and 3 million of them, that God took out of uh, by the hand of Moses out of Egypt. And here they are out in the wilderness, and they're out there 40 years because they did trust God to destroy the giants. And um, so God let them all die out there. He, and they were rebelling against them. They made a golden calf. And they were worshiping it and dancing, committing fornication, lesbianism, homosexuality. They became just as bad as the people that the Lord was sending in uh, to kill. Just as bad as the people in Canaan land. Now, the Lord just wants perfect people to go in there, so he had to purge the church, purge the congregation. He annihilated them and just let the young people go in. And the young people saw God annihilating them, and they said, man, we're going to do what the Lord says. We're not going to be like our stupid moms and dads. And so they got to go in there, and the first one they destroyed that God commanded them to destroy was um, Jericho. And there was a prostitute that was saved there because she didn't rat them out. And she got to be saved in her whole family and then she became part of the lineage of the Lord Jesus Christ, which you can see in the first chapter, verse uh, 5 or 6 of uh, Matthew. And you see her name in there, Rahab. She was in the line of Jesus. All right, now what else? The king of Ai, he hanged on a tree until... So now Ai is the one that killed all the people. But when the Israelites killed this Achan, they were blessed then by God. And the Lord says, I'm with you in every battle. Just don't let sin be in your heart or in your church, in this congregation. Because the minute that you do, you're going to start losing battles. All right? And I won't protect you. I'll let you be killed. Okay, so uh, now here, uh, when they got this uh, evil Achan killed in his family, then they went up and they even caught the king of Ai and started, and they hung him. Okay, then what? And as soon as the sun was down, Joshua commanded that they should take his carcass down from the tree and cast it at the entering of the gate of the city and raise thereon a great heap of stones that remaineth unto this day. Mm -hmm. Verse 30. Then Joshua built an altar unto the Lord God of Israel in Mount Ebal. Verse 31. As Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded the children of Israel, as it is written in the book of the law of Moses, an altar of whole stones, over which no man hath lift up any iron, and they offered thereon burnt offerings unto the Lord, and sacrificed peace offerings. Verse 32, And he wrote thereupon the stones a copy of the law of Moses, which he wrote in the presence of the children of Israel. Well, see, he wrote the law of Moses down so that people could say, 
this was done because God told us to do it, and we're blessed because God told us to do what we were supposed to do, and we did it. There's some people in this country that are sinning so much, and repent or God's going to have somebody come and kill you. It won't be us because we don't believe in that. We believe that uh, we just pray and God will uh, curse you and that God is going to take care of you. The Bible tells us that uh, we're not uh, weapons of warfare, are not carnal, but spiritual. Amen? Amen. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Or as the um, flesh wars, like the fleshy people, like Bush and, and the Pope of the Bush and all his puppets. For the weapons of our warfare or our militia are not carnal. We don't have guns, bullets, and bombs, but mighty in God to the or for the destruction of... Uh, uh, and we have this fortress uh, to the pulling down of these fortresses of strongholds, casting down imaginations. You people imagine a vain thing. You're imagining that you're going to win. You will not win. Uh, so uh, we're destroying imaginations, reasonings, plots, in different arguments that you have against the Jews. You people, a lot of you in the world today are bastards. You don't have a father. You don't even know who your father is. And the Bible says, how do you people get the guts to stretch your tongue out, you bastards, that you don't even know who your father is? You ought to just clam your mouth up and get God as your father so that you can be blessed, all right? Because you're bastards. You're born uh, out of unholy uh, works. Like you're dead, you don't know who he is. It could be one out of a hundred or a thousand. So every high thing that uh, exalts itself or all haughtiness or arrogance against the knowledge of God, you don't know. Just like I didn't know before I was saved. I thought those people were stupid, but here I was the stupid one, and you are too. And bringing into a captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ, the Word of God, and having in a readiness to punish, to revenge all disobedience, but only when your obedience is fulfilled. Now, you can be a strong warrior of the Lord like myself, but you have to get saved first, and you have to be tested by the Lord. Okay, what else you have there, Sharon? Verse 33. And all Israel and their elders and officers and their judges stood on this side the ark and on that side before the priests, the Levites, which bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord, as well the stranger as he that was born among them. That stood on the side of the promises of the Lord. Do you stand on the side of the promises of the Lord? Or do you disbelieve the promises of the Lord? If you disbelieve him, God is going to destroy you. Now, that's a promise from him. Read the promises of God, which are the promises, if you do good, that he's going to bless you, and the promise of God, if you don't, he's going to curse you. So no matter which way you go, you're going to have it God's way. God's going to have his way with you. 
Okay, keep going. Half of them over against Mount Gerizim, and half of them over against Mount Ebal, as Moses the servant of the Lord had commanded before, that they should bless the people of Israel. Verse 34. Yeah, bless the, the Christians, the people of Israel. We're the people of Israel. Then what? Verse 34. And afterward he read all the words of the law, the blessings and cursings. Oh, well, the blessings and the cursings, we already talked about that in chapter uh, 28 of Deuteronomy, right? Yes. Where these are promises of the Lord that he had gives the blessings to those that do well and the cursings. And why is Joshua just repeating that? It's because you saw what happened to Achan and you see what's happening to all the sinners, those people in Indonesia, thousands of them were killed at one time because they believe in Buddha or they be our Mohammeds. Uh, they believe in Mohammed, a uh, false prophets, false religions, or Catholics. And it's going to happen more and more. The more you reject God, the more, and the more you don't care about his blessings, but it seems like you care more about his cursing. So he likes to curse you then. Because God can't go back on his promises. He promises blessings to those that do the blessings and cursings. But your pastors and preachers and teachers are telling you no matter what you do, you're going to be blessed. Well, that isn't true. You have to read the Bible and believe God, what he says, rather than these false prophets, teachers, and preachers, and the imaginations that you make up in your own mind. It was just uh, Easter uh, yesterday, or like on Sunday, and uh, you, uh, I, we went to a pet store just to look in there, just so happened we weren't thinking about this, but you see all the Easter bunnies, which is represented that you think of Easter, but it's not. It isn't at all. And so the blessings and the cursings. And so you saw when Achan did the evil thing, that it, he wound up dead. And why? Because if they wouldn't have uh, put him to death for this wicked crime of his, well, what's the wicked crime? not listening to God because that's disobedience and disobedience is the same as witchcraft and if you're a witch the Lord says suffer not a witch to live and so there's nobody in the land but lawless people and so there's nobody to execute justice uh, on the wicked the disobedient to God so God has taken it into his own hands today to wipe out Indonesia, to wipe out India, to wipe out Africa, the different places of Africa and China, uh, all sorts of things, New Orleans, you name it, all over the place. Tornadoes in major cities, there's a list of them that we have. And so now he's writing the Ten Commandments. Why the Ten Commandments? Because if you don't listen to the Ten Commandments, you're cursed. Then what? According to all that is written in the book of the law. See, according to everything that's written in the book of the law, we have to pay strict attention to what the Lord says. Why? Because he's more powerful than we are. And he can do uh, not whatsoever he please. He can do, he can put us to death. If he said he will, he will. Or if he says he'll bless you, he will. 
Now, uh, would you like to be blessed by the Lord, or do you want to continue doing what you're doing, and and uh, just to see if the curses will come? Just believe God; they will come if you don't. So, by my uh, what I say is, let's pray together. Ask the Lord to enter into your heart now and to save your soul. Now say to the Lord, My Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God, and I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former sins. Not any other sins, but just my former sins. And I believe that you, Father God, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open up the door of my heart, and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus, you, Father God, and the Holy Spirit. Wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus, Father, Holy Spirit, but you will save my soul. I know because your word says so, and your word is God. Therefore, I know that you have heard me, I know you've answered me, and I know that I'm saved. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. Now just raise your hands up and praise and thank the Lord and read the old King James Version of the Bible because the other ones are government Bibles. They have a lot of truth in them, but that makes it a good counterfeit. Good counterfeits don't look like uh, $9 bills. Sharon, tell them how they can receive a copy of this program, number 590. Uh, please specify CD or audio tape. They're free. Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas, 75505, or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370. Or fax to area code 479 782 7406. Praise the Lord. This is World Pastor Tony Alamo saying tune in tomorrow for another powerful message from the Bible, the Word of God, with the blessings and the cursings in it. And um, so here's uh, Janie Fricky and uh, singing behind me with, with C.C. Couch and a whole gang of other beautiful singers. C.C. Couch is on Columbia Records. And this is me singing the lead, Glory, Glory, Hallelujah. Glory, Glory, Hallelujah, when I Savior. 
lock in New Jerusalem when I lay my burdens down. I'm gonna walk in New Jerusalem. 